Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This is the Best Hang Podcast featuring Max Kerman, Shane Cunningham, and I am Mike Beerman. Here's a secret you can pass it around. Here's a secret you can pass it around. My head in the clouds as you feed on the ground. Here's a secret you can pass it around. Welcome to the Best Hang Podcast. I'm Mike. We got Max. We got Shane. And this is the rare evening record. We're recording this around 8 30, 9 o'clock at night. So maybe it's gonna have like a night sort of vibe, you know? Maybe it's a little more chill. Maybe we get into some maybe uh, topics that are better for after eight o'clock at night. Mm, you never know. Uh, uh, like rated, sex uh, stuff. NC17. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I like that. Oh, we could talk about that. Um, okay, unrelated to sex talk. But oh, okay. Sexy times. I don't think, and this is very niche and no one's going to care about this, but I just got to say it really quick. Um, I don't think I've ever had a good idea for an invention before. And so this is a free idea for anybody who wants to see this through. The fact that Zooms are still the industry standard for recording and it's like this interface is so shit. And it's like, <laughs> this, like we live in this like era where iPhones are literally like the most... They, they can, you can film a movie on an iPhone. You can do everything on an iPhone, but somehow the industry standard for podcasting or like audio when you're like on a movie set is this clunky thing that looks like it's from 1994. It just shocks me that this is what we're still de- dealing with. Is there a better option? You guys do this shit more often than I do. If there is, I don't yeah, know. It seems, it's crazy though. Yeah, like that, that there's, Because there's such an opportunity there for someone to go, this clunky thing. And by the way, if you work for Zoom and you have a better idea or you want to send us free product, we'll take it. But I'm just kind of shocked that this is the thing we're dealing with these days. It's weird because it's not a touch screen. We're in a touch screen world. Yeah. And this is like, you still have to kind of like press buttons and like move stuff around to get around the interface, which is a little, obviously not a little, a lot antiquated. So, but I don't know. I don't find it as difficult as you do. You seem to have troubles with it every fucking week. I, oh, I just it's think a nightmare. it sucks. Yeah. It, they suck. They suck so hard. And then like, like you stop it and it's like that. What's that thing called again? Uh, the time uh, time code? No, the it's timer. The, the thing that the time <laughs> like thing. An hourglass. Oh, uh, hourglass. Hourglass. Yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah. And the hourglass thing pops up. It's like Jesus mm-hmm. Christ. So Shane, what are you saying? Oh, it's what sucks is if you want to listen to something back and you don't have a computer and you don't want mm-hmm. to take the chip out. There's a way to do it. 
but it's so annoying to figure out what file you're in. There's so much guesswork. Like you said, Max, it's not like the iPhone, which is very user friendly. And I, I do love how everyone's always like, you, people are filming movies with iPhones, but I want to know how many movies are actually being filmed on iPhones. Because it's the it's the local term for how easy it is to use an iPhone. Yeah, is that movies, movies music, videos. No, I music think, videos. I think Steven Soderbergh shot a movie on an iPhone. I, I think that happened. Oh, uh, undoubtedly, like <laughs> someone like him yeah. would with the best lens in the world. Like the phone costs a thousand. The lens probably was two hundred and fifty thousand. But I, I want to see a film that like someone actually like a, a student filmmaker with an iPhone just made it like an awesome feature film with. I'd love to see that. Just it would just make what you said, Max, so much more powerful. Uh-huh. Right now I'm just kind of talking shit. Mm-hmm. I get it. No, no. It's it's ever I talk shit. I say it too if I'm proving a point. I gotta say, Shane, with you without the mustache, I feel like you wasted years of your life not having <laughs> well, like, like keeping a mustache. Honestly, I think you wasted how many years did you have a mustache? Like 10 years? I think you just wasted 10 years. Because wow. you could have been When I was hottest. single, I kept it more groomed. But do you know what it is? When I saw a movie, what's that director? You you traveled far to see a, a movie he did. And oh, it wasn't that good. David it Russell. David O. Russell had a movie. Jeez, it's like I know nothing. Um, <laughs> what's that movie uh, with Christian Bale? No, no. The one, it's like the 70s. Oh, American Hustle? American Hustle. So in that movie, there's a guy in it. He he's kind of cool looking guy, but he had a mustache. And I after I saw that movie, I'm like, that's a cool look. I don't mind being a young man looking older with a mustache. Uh. But then once I get close to 40, I don't want to be an old man with a mustache looking like an old man. Yeah. You want to be an old man that looks like a young man. Yeah. It's like how Jared Leto could afford to be like, you know. A little different looking when he was younger, but then when he got older, he's like, no, no, I'm going to be the most svelte, handsome man in the world forever. And that's kind of what you want the psychology do. that ha- I was like, I got to shave the mustache, cut the kitschy bullshit, and I can just be a grown normal man. Just now. be a hot dad. Um, speaking of hot dads, I just ran into- John. You ran into John Lamparski. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, oh, just because I knew they were in Toronto and Mike and I were talking to oh, them. Oh, can you okay. imagine? No, not quite. Yeah. Yeah, but- I was, I was with our, our buddy Brent, manager Ash. We, we went out for some food on Ozington. We went for a little stroll. Out of the corner of my eye, I'm like, is that who I think it is? And there is this couple sitting at a table, Mamakis or Suvla, one of the, the Greek places on Ozington. I'm like, I think that's who I think it is. Rose Byrne, Bobby Cannavale. Okay. Whoa. Having a date on Ozington. And Bobby and then, Cannavale, wow. former podcast. Fuck, I forgot that. Man. That was your Why end. Why did I say, we, well, then, because Ash was so excited. Because she was like, and Ash is like almost like tearing up with excitement. Yeah. Over seeing Rose Byrne, because she loves Rose Byrne so much. I was she like, She was my crush. She's like, we have to double back. So we doubled back. Yeah. And, and there. And, and you can confirm. And, 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 and it was, and well, because we saw the back of his head. So it was like, is she cheating on Bobby Cannavale right now? <laughs> is she on a date with another man? Because that was our first, you know, priority to make yeah. sure that mm-hmm. there was no funny business going on. Turns out it was Bonnie, Bobby Cannavale there for a nice little date. And then I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to go say hi. So I was like, hey, just want to say we're big fans and uh, love platonic. Because that's, and they're like, oh, thank you so much. Very friendly. 
I was going to do the Max thing. I was like, so what are you guys doing in town? But then I was like, you know what? They're out for dinner. Leave them alone. <laughs> just kept it moving. But if I had known that yeah. he was on, he was a oh, podcast. You would have had the numbers right yeah, now man. if you had known there was a podcast. Like, I was like, hey, I'm about to go do the pod that you yeah. you were a guest on. Yeah, he was promoting uh, the Scorsese thing that produced. Uh, Vinyl. Thank you. That'd be amazing if he remembered mm-hmm. and I didn't remember it. He was like, I did your pod. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, huh? <laughs> yeah, that was cool. It was him and Terrence Winter, I think is. Uh, Terry the, Winter, yeah. The, 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 the writer. Yeah, anyway. Go back, find the episode. It's great. Or go back to the restaurant. Or go back to the restaurant with the episode. <laughs> hey, you're on my pod, but I didn't remember. <laughs> yeah. Shove the phone. Could you tell Rose Byrne had an accent? Uh, was, she only said a few words, but I could tell. Small. They're always smaller than you think in real life. You yeah. Um, but uh, speaking of, uh, you know, celebs, I need to hear about what happened the rest of JFL. Because I left on the Thursday. You guys were there for what? Another yeah. three or four weeks? How, what you guys <laughs> King of exaggeration. Um, no, I was. I think I was there for six days in total. But people are mad at you, Max. You too, Ash. I know you're listening. But uh, <laughs> Really? I love this. Oh, yeah. Because Jillian and Bella, they listened. They took your advice. Mm. I think they really wanted to see Please Don't Destroy and potentially meet them, which we obviously got to do. Yeah. You left on Thursday night. The big night of JFL is Friday night. Uh-huh. Like I had a fine time with you guys. It, it was, <laughs> Why are the girls mad know, at us was, though? They said you advised them to, or maybe Ash, maybe they're more mad at, that Ash advised them to get in and get out. Kind of, tra- you know, take the free rooms that... You know, Bell Media is paying for and pay, pay no more Ash than that. Ash is texting me. This is not our advice. I absolutely didn't say this. I 100% didn't say this. <laughs> well, maybe I'm speaking out of turn, but Jillian was alluding to that. Maybe she's mad at me. Oh, no. I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't say this. <laughs> no, I had a good time with you, but we had to do the live pod and all that. So the night before, I didn't go out. And then I had the best time once you left. It was like the second you left <laughs> was the best good. time ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's obviously just a coincidence. Well, the thing but, is, um, you have to um, you have to work. Like when we're there, when we're around, we're not fucking around, Shane. Okay. I know. We're here to do a job. We get in and we get out and we got more work to do. So now, you know, you yeah. get your work done and then you're on vacation and you're hobnobbing and you're meeting people. So tell us. But you work too much, maybe. Because you were jarring, I think, Jillian and Bella a little bit. They expected to hang with you a little in the elevator, like once the plane landed. (laughs) And they were just like, all right, Max Network. And then you were just gone. It was like a (laughs) cloud of smoke. And you just took off to the hotel. And Jillian was like, oh, I thought we'd hang out a little bit or just say happy travels or something. But no, there was no pleasantries. You're just gone. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. That definitely happened. Especially when we got on the plane and then we landed. I don't want to talk to anybody. As soon as I land, I'm beelining for that Uber. And I don't want to spend any time coordinating. Hey, which way are you going? Should we should we split? Should we split? it? No, fuck off. Not doing that. You're a big girl. You're on your own. Wow. You seem like a fun time. (laughs) And and then when I even saw you, even when you were at JFL the first day, I'm like, hey, Max, you're just always on the move. (laughs) You're uh, you're like, yeah, yeah. How how was last night? I was like, oh, I saw this person, Steph Tolib. She was great. You're like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, Ash, like, what's going on? She's like, he's hungry. He's looking for food. (laughs) And I'm following you around. I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm looking for a a jacket. I've got a comedy bit that I want to do for our live pod. I'm looking for a jacket. You're like, oh, yeah, jacket. Yeah, yeah, we can find that. And you just keep walking away. Kind of a conversation. I'm like, fuck it. I was gonna go with you and grab an Uber along the way, but I'm like, all right, have fun. See ya. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, you were even weird when we were there. Like you're so businessy. Like I guess it's good. You do so much 
shit all the time that I think it's lost on you a little bit how special JFL might be for mm. us and Jillian and Bella because I think like the next night you were playing like you know one of your campfire shows for like 28,000 people <laughs> and like you know getting adulated no, no I really did I think I said this I loved l- viewing the festival through your eyes I, I got a text message from John Popolis <laughs> this morning going just out of the blue best week of my life <laughs> <laughs> just out of the blue from John Pops. And it was he so does sweet. tend to exaggerate, but I do think he was being serious. He, on no, this he's one. totally serious. And um, no, so I was so happy for everybody that we got to go together. And, you know, but yeah, I had to get back to that. Thank that, God for Poplist, by the way. That mode. Sorry, continue. I was going to say that mode that Max is in, you know, we, when we were all at the, air, the airport to go to Montreal, you know, we flew together like Jill and Bella and Max, Ash and John and myself. And Max. Like it was the first time they kind of understood or saw like, cause we were in the middle of telling a story or something. And then Max saw like something dang about getting on the plane. And he just walked away in the middle of our, <laughs> our group conversation. And Jill was like, Oh, I'd be mortified if he did that to me. And I was like, ah, I've traveled with him so much. You just kind of get used to it and you keep it moving. <laughs> and then like, we saw like you just ditched the group. And then you just, you, we just saw you walking through like the glass area, like with your like little rolly. And, uh, and then Ash sort of went. And then I was like, I, you kind of got to think of Max, like Mr. Magoo, who's just like walking <laughs> through a construction site and just as he's about to fall in the pothole like ash will put down a board that he walks over but he's just looking at his phone <laughs> but mr magoo has way more pleasantries mr magoo's at least like thank you you know and he's just like a loop <laughs> yeah max just has none of that and um you know you're the ultimate schmooze guy i'm looking forward to max's like gravitational charismatic force like getting us maybe a deal while we're there <laughs> and th- there's this big pitch meeting that it's like, you know, Mike message like, hey, there's a CBC pitch oh, meeting yeah. or something like weren't comedy people doing like uh, some sort of com- pitch Pitching conference. Shows. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, Where, where's Max? Max, get down there. And Ash was like, he's taking a nap. <laughs> so you were napping through that. Every, every time I needed you, you weren't there. But, uh, you know, I did. Ca- <laughs> Except when the E-Talk cameras were around, you just hopped right on television instantly. <laughs> Didn't get old Shaney boy. There was no worry. Like, oh, I wonder where Shane is. Like, big star of this show. No, it's just Max and his buddy Mike on no, E-Talk. <laughs> that, that was a specific ask for Max and I, because I think they're going to roll it with you three. Like, Ash said they asked for Max and I because when they run the pack, I think they cut to you, Jill and Bella on set with Laney. I don't, <laughs> hey, Tom, Tom Cruise, we're going to do some uh, Mission Impossible stuff, but we're going to cut the footage of you. So let's get the two executive producers in the interview. I don't know. I don't <laughs> you know can bring Tom Cruise right now. You know, yeah. I'm not saying I'm like Tom Cruise, but I'm saying that it wouldn't be weird to talk to Tom and then show clips of Tom on a motorcycle. They're showing the interview. So it's like interview to interview. They're not clipping the show. Oh. They're going to you on set with 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 Laney from your past interview. Oh, I see. Okay, that makes more sense. I, I'm not actually mad. Yeah. No, well, no, no I just no, don't no, want you to think we were like, let's do this without Shane. You are making me reevaluate my because <laughs> because all my day to day becomes like so second nature, and this is sort of just like the pace yeah. that I like to work at. And Ash and I just kind of like get each other going on ideas. So one idea leads to another idea. Then we need time to talk about the idea. And then we go, go, go. And then I need a nap really badly. And then I need to be ready for the mm-hmm. next thing. So yeah, I'm really buzzing around. Yeah. But I, maybe I should be a little more polite is basically, Do you know what it reminds me of um, sometimes when I'm with my daughters, if they're like, <laughs> you know, daddy, daddy, and I'm on my phone or, or not paying attention at a moment. <laughs> 
I think, man, if I was an old man and I got one more chance to be beamed back to when there were these cute little girls, mm. I would just savor this moment so much. Yeah. But I'm taking it for granted. I'm like, you know, watching a stupid TikTok for a moment where my like sometimes Lucy will be like, will you play with me? And if I'm not paying attention and she asked me that, it's like heartbreaking. Yeah. So I feel like sometimes you are that guy and I am that little girl like, <laughs> Max, <laughs> come on, let's hang out. And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. OK, yeah, yeah, we'll do that. We'll do that later, later, later. And then you're napping and then you're gone. And then we just have the photo, like even getting you in the photo is just like, okay, guys, guys, I'm, I'm going to the uh, airport. Let's all get in a photo. All right. Shh, gone. And then you were just gone. I think I just committed too many things. And yeah, I don't get, I don't. Yeah. But I will say I that, get it totally. But, but, but and, and yeah, I think in, in committing to a lot of things and wanting to be a part of a lot of things, then I, I kind of like cram a lot in the day, but also I will say, I thought our podcast was amazing. Thanks to you choking on that steak. I thought that live podcast yes. was great. And I thought the, I can't stop thinking about it. Okay, I don't want to get that. I'll say that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the uh, Both the, were the live panel I thought was awesome. Everyone was complimenting me. They said I did a great job. Uh, <laughs> you, you, <laughs> it's like when a photo is taken. You're like, this photo is great, yeah. but you're the only one who looks good. So much you yeah, um, about that. I did. I truly thought you did a great job, Max. And that is, uh, you know, if you obviously weren't this big famous rock star, that would be a great gig for you. Mm -hmm. Charismatic host guy, yeah. like. Yeah, I, I think know, you're I had a very great time. comfortable to just be like kicked out the door and just do your thing. Yeah, and I, and I loved it. And so for me, I was like, okay, the things that are important. I mean, I, of course, securing the bag and getting the show a U.S. deal or something would have been great. Mm -hmm. But I knew I was there for a limited time. We had a, our Kells had to be in Norfolk County the next day, and I was like, I need to be great on the pod with the guys. Uh, you guys, the live stand-up was so good, by the way. Great job on the writing for for me. My stand -up. Oh, yes. Yeah. Well, you read it hilarious, yeah. too. I love watching people laugh, oh, and you God. breaking up is funnier than the jokes it themselves. Was so, so that's was awesome. Uh, and then the live panel was great, and our dinner with ACAST, minus you almost dying, was amazing. So, I don't know. Yeah. And I had a Montreal bagel. Mission accomplished. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. 
But uh, okay, back to you though. Tell me about uh, yeah, you your were thoughts saying, on the dinner. You yeah. were saying th- you were saying thank God for John Popolis. Yes, because he was. Um, you know, if this was a basketball team of charisma, <laughs> he might be someone I'd have third in line. I'd be dead last. It would be you know Mike and Max tied. Then Pops and then me dead last. So I was like, okay, you know, we're kind of going with Pops here. Let's see how this goes. Some people can find Pops grading. Some people are like really charmed by him. How is this going to go? Would Pops know that you call him grading? I don't know. That's a term of endearment, Pops. No, uh, maybe. I am pretty upfront. You know, me and him are very cool. But he people are so charmed by him too. Like my kids love Pops more than they love me. Yeah, they're, for sure. He was it's not even their hands at the that, airport, right? That photo you had of him with your family at the airport, but you were like clearly far behind and they're all holding hands was hilarious. It's so good. Well, yeah, when Pops is with my daughters, he has such a good rapport with them. He'll throw them around, spin around, hold their hands. And then he was holding my daughter's Betty's my daughter Betty's hand and Betty was holding my wife Alex's hand. So people through the airport are watching this family. I'm like, what a beautiful family. <laughs> and I'm just the guy like holding all the luggage and shit, taking photos of this beautiful family. It's very weird, but somehow it's not weird because Pops is doing it and he's comfortable doing it. It's like the whole theory of if you're comfortable doing it, it's not weird. But it still is very weird. But anyway, Pops <laughs> is like that with, uh, you know, we took an elevator and I'm a big Howard Stern fan. I'm not sure if you are, but I grew up listening to Howard Stern, always thought he was one of the greatest broadcasters, favorite celebrity interviewer. And Gary Delabate is the famous producer of the Howard Stern show. He goes by the nickname Baba Booey, which people might know more than even his real name. So we're in an elevator. Baba Booey's right there. He's right. So I look at him. Baba Booey's looking at me, looking to get recognized. And he's with his little entourage. His whole entourage knows the age demo. They're like, this guy's going to love you, Gary. So they're looking at me and they're like, you want to say it, don't you? I'm like, no, nah, I don't actually want to say, say Baba you. Booey. Uh-huh. Yeah, they go, you want to say it? They're, they're like goading me into like approaching <laughs> Gary. And then, of course, the second he gets off the elevator, we ask him for photos. Alex takes a selfie with him. And then Gary sits down, he gets a drink, he's alone now. And I would never in a million years have another interaction with him because I'm just shy. But Pops just walks up, he's like, hey, Gary, we got a sketch show and sits (laughs) down with him. (laughs) They're chatting. I don't know what they're saying. Gary gives him a card Mm -hmm. and he's like, "I, I love a show like this. I love it. He goes, seriously, I'm giving you a card. Apologize. I'm an old man. Here's a physical card. And it's his real card. He gives the people he actually wants to hear from. And he's like, email me the sketch show. I'm going to watch it. This is right up my alley. I love a crude show like this. You know, so we're on cloud nine at this point. We end up going to Please Don't Destroy, which people, a lot of people probably know them either from internet fame, but then they ended up getting hired on SNL. They were kind of like the new Lonely Island. Where was their show at? So... The show, uh, was that like a, not a huge club. It was like a theater, mid-sized theater. It looked a lot like the Sold one out. that we were all at the Midnight Surprise for that had the two floors, like the balcony. The, TD, was the one just yes. up the street. Was it that same theater? Yes, but I don't know. I can't remember what it was called. I either. don't know yeah, yeah. what to call shit. Um, but Pops, he's in like a, a mood where he doesn't want to like, please don't destroy. And Pops is toxically positive. <laughs> so he's like, oh, oh, I don't know if I like this. The first bit, he doesn't know if he likes. Second one, he's coming. And where he's all hyped up on Gary too, like having <laughs> met him. He's coming over whispering in my ear. He's like, we're better than this and all this. <laughs> I was like, whoa, I don't know about that. 
but by the end of it, they just murder. Like, Please Don't Destroy are such great, amazing live performers that they even won Pops over. Mm. Who was, you know, he, he's got rose-colored glasses for the dessert, but they end the show so strong. Is it, um, is it, it's not improv, right? It's like actually bits? No, it's so well thought out, so choreographed. It's not loose at all. They don't even pretend it's improv at all. Like uh, when we went to see Mark Little's show, there was a lot more little, you could tell they're having fun with the audience. But anyway, so that ends. We're we're inspired by um, Please Don't Destroy. We end up seeing them at a party later. They have this wicked midnight party at JFL where like Neil Brennan shows up Mm. and anyone who's famous will just go to this party. And of course the please don't destroy guys walk in. Did they have like an entourage? Did they have a vibe where people like, Oh, it's those guys. Like who was the Mm -hmm. big, like we've been to this party in the past and it was like, you'd see like Nick Kroll would come in or you'd have these big celebs. Who was the biggest celeb in the room and were people sort of paying attention to them at the party that night? Uh, Donnell Rawlings from the Chappelle show. He was there. But that was more like people my age would notice him and Neil Brennan for people my age. I would say everyone because they're the up and comers. It would be everyone looking at Please Don't Destroy. Right. Mm. But everyone does the glancy thing where they're kind of pretending they're cool. But yeah, yeah, yeah. no one wants to interrupt. But Pops <laughs> beelines right for him. And he goes up to the big redhead's uh, like partner. He's like, Who, who's bigger, me or this guy? And, and then they're like, obviously him. Because this guy's actually taller than Pops. He's like, oh, shit. But that doesn't deter Pops. That would have ruined my night, potentially my week <laughs> or my so year. His intro you know? line was, who's taller? <laughs> it's like a friend song. Yeah, That's he's great. like, who's taller? And he's doing it to everyone. And he's being, he's being a, like, I would say a little bit potentially annoying. So I'd be like, uh, Pops, like, cool it. And he'd be like, you're exactly like my dad. He's like, just leave me alone. <laughs> he's like, like, whoa, he, Pops has never snapped back at me like that exactly before. Like like he, wow, that's some deep, he really deep stood stuff up that- for himself. <laughs> That's like therapeutic. Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, he was at that like perfect buzz. Yeah, yeah. He's in the zone. Anyway, so he he goes up to them after that and he starts telling them about our show. He goes, Bruce McCullough produced it. Uh, Two of the guys, Martin, I forget the other guy's name. They didn't know who Bruce McCullough was. But the big guy, Ben, who I think is kind of the star of Please Don't Destroy. He knew who Bruce McCullough was. He was impressed. And they all ended up giving Pops uh, their emails. And they even gave him a backup email. They're like, this one sometimes doesn't work. Here's an email that that might filter through better. But yeah, we want to see the show. And like, you know, you're just so happy. Yeah, that's awesome. It's kind of like the energy of Mike and uh, you combined, Max. (laughs) Combined? Wow. Yeah, because you're so brazen and Mike is so charming. Like you're more brazen than Mike. (laughs) Mike's potentially more charming. It's it's hard to say, but Mike's a little less brazen. Mm -hmm. Um, You'll just walk and be like, what's your number? You know, (laughs) Mike wouldn't do that. (laughs) So Pops, Pops had that combination thing going on. And then there's this like, I don't know, there's this head like pitch guy walking around he's like you can tell he's a really big deal everyone's pitching him stuff and every time he goes by pops gives him a different handshake (laughs) and then the guy comes up he's like you and me keep uh, giving each other new handshakes every time we should invent our own handshake and then they invent like this three minute long handshake where does this guy work what's his deal i don't know pops he was rambling so much i couldn't keep track of all the information (laughs) but he's a really big wig and it was just (laughs) 
I don't, he was in his element to say Something the least. Something got lost and in translation. He actually just had a really big wig and he just worked <laughs> at the festival. Yes. <laughs> just the bartender. You, you never know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, needless to say, that was the apex of the trip is that Friday night. And the next day we were all so ruined. Like I think I got to bed at three or four that night and mm. pops, he was out longer than me because he just couldn't leave. It was like such an addicting energy of all comedy nerds, like cool comedy nerds that pops fit in with. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. He, he wore and his yeah, big boy jacket. I, I was, I was commenting on that for his, for his pitch meetings. I was, <laughs> well, cause he well, was just like basically because... wearing what he normally wears, but with like a suit jacket. Well, what, what's like, funny what's is the jacket. He's like, yeah, meetings very professional. I was like, I love it. Well, I was trying to find, because obviously if you've listened to our live pod, there's a part where I do stand up and my bit was I was going to put on like a red leather jacket or just a black leather jacket, whatever I could find at Value Village. I couldn't find a leather jacket. So I go, Alex, like, do you think anyone brought a suit jacket? I'm like, Mike or Max for sure didn't. So I'm like, okay, just go to like a Zara and buy me the stupidest looking suit jacket <laughs> you can find. Like make it way too big for me or whatever. And I'll I'll be like more of like an 80s comic who wears a large suit jacket when I perform on the pod. Anyway, I sh- she shows up with this cream colored large suit jacket that I put on and I look appropriately stupid in. I'm like, this will be funny for when it I'm doing perfect. my stand-up. It ended up being perfect. Like better than yes. a, a leather jacket. It was like perfect 80s comic look. I'm not sure if you noticed, Pops was wearing identical, the same suit jacket. It, not one thing was different. It was the exact same color, the same size. And he's like, hey, nice jacket. I'm like, oh, it's, it's for a bit. Like, this is for me looking stupid. And then I'm like, oh, uh, but it's cool on you, man. I love Pops. Yeah, oh, my God. Pops, and so. like, honestly, and this, like, I, I, what I love about this story is just how triumphant it was for him and to, like, infiltrate these sort of comedy uh, uh, circles you know it's like please don't destroy the kind of the cool kids walking into that room like i can only imagine I've, mm-hmm. i know what the, that party is and and I, I felt bad i got out of town not i got out of town that morning the friday morning so and i was hoping that big party was the thursday night but it was it ended mm-hmm. up being the friday night um and so when i was hearing the stories you know and kind of i was like oh man i had like my own sense of fomo and all of that stuff but i was so happy to hear that john basically was like a rock star and just fit in with everybody and made friends with everybody it was good and uh props to john for uh, getting out there and doing the damn thing yeah 100 percent, mikey and you had to hustle home for a recital yeah my daughter was uh do- winona was doing uh she had like a two-week camp for this uh this mm. it's like a theater camp and her, the big, <laughs> the big performance <laughs> was on the friday at like 6 30 so i needed to get home i got off a plane i literally got in one of those like black cars or whatever and i spent the money to basically get it go door to door so i could make mm. it to the performance i got to the performance like half an hour before it started um nice and you know you you feel like oh you know like this thing only happens once and you feel good but then you know I, i'm getting messages from shane at like 1 30 in the morning he's like pops is infiltrated please don't destroy and i'm like oh <laughs> fuck i'm like god damn it Sorry, I'm like, man. it's going great i knew it but it you know again I, I, when i'm laying on my deathbed i guarantee i'll be like i'm glad i was at the recital uh instead of the please don't destroy thing because there'll be other mm-hmm. opportunities we'll be back next year we'll do another pot at jfl there'll be another new thing maybe we'll be the please don't destroy guys i'm just a big believer in like these opportunities will come along again i suppose or we've already experienced so many of them i felt comfortable in my choice to leave but then obviously mm. i'm like ah god damn it it would have been nice to say but like I, it's interesting you know listening max you talk about your experience of just like 
like it didn't feel like you marinated in the JFL experience. It was like you got in all business and got out where it's like, you know, the sort of the joy of the experiences is kind of like getting to do everything and shaking the hands and meeting the people and sort of respecting. Like I'd never seen this comedian, um, Steph Tolov before. Uh, and she was mm. in, like Shane and Alex had seen her on uh, night one or night two. And then we get into town and then I ended up seeing her, I think three times. I saw her midnight surprise randomly, a show that Shane brought us to like Shane and Alex above a strip club, which was like, she was fucking hilarious. Um, and, and then she did like a keynote address, but anyway, it's like, that's a comedian I'd never seen before. And it was like, awesome. And then at those parties, like every night till 3am they're serving, it was just great. I got to catch up with like Justin who I hadn't like had proper hang and drinks with, you know, we ended up hanging out till 3am both nights. It was just like, it was a great festival, but I was, I was, yeah, that Friday night's a banger and it's too bad I missed it. But Shane, it sounds like you and John carried the mantle and sort of did the thing that we had done in years past. It was definitely depressing being home and it's, <laughs> it's kind of done. Uh, I know you're, you're Max is playing a show and just you know, making so much money and everything, but you're, I'm just back at home. It was good in a way because it's so motivating because next year mm. you just, you just think I got to be back there next year. No, this I is, I want to be up here. And I loved, and it's, yeah. and we've done, by the way, like so many of those kinds of events in music. So it, it was actually kind of exciting for me to be there where it wasn't like, exactly my thing i was there more more in a supportive role mm-hmm. and it was cool to like learn a lot because i did end up making a couple of those panels about like pitching a tv show and getting to know who's in charge of what networks and like all that stuff is good for my learning and i do wish that you know i could have got a little bit more of that but uh we've done like south by southwest and north by northeast and canadian music week is like the equivalent in the in the music industry oh, what was i gonna say Oh, I was just excited to see you guys do it because it's like, yes, you guys need to be there every year and you have to do the one in New York or in LA and just like do this all the time. This is sort of like connected to my whole rant at you, Shane, about like quit your fucking job, just do fun shit. And because it's the best. It's like it's really if you're just able to do that all the time, it is genuinely like super fun just to be rolling. So that's why we need to make another season of the show or make another TV show or make a movie or whatever. Cause it's just like, it's fun to, it's fun to bust your ass and work so hard and to be stressed out about it and to get into little like arguments with your colleagues and wanting to get it just perfect and then putting it out and then going to stuff. It's the best. Like that, yeah. that's the cycle. You just want to like work your ass off, dream it up the whole momentum of like putting it out and then just going to party and meeting people. It's the best that over and over and over and over and over again. So let's just keep doing that. It's weird how that very small burst of like party and adulation is worth all those months and potentially years of work. eh? Yeah. But I think once you're in though, once you're in those things speed up a little bit more, I think. Right. Because it's like if you're if you're like have three or four different projects on the go and you're kind of constantly putting stuff out and you're constantly kind of going to events or whatever, then then you're kind of getting that that hit a little bit more often. uh, Yeah. Yeah. Um, Guys, other topics. Oh, Um, I got a question. I got something. No, no, no. no. Let's let's. I'm just saying I didn't know how much we'd have prep for like, you know, a late night pod. So I was like, Mm -hmm. I sort of earmarked something where I was like, oh, we can talk about that. I got Uh, one earmark. You got one earmark and then we're getting out. Okay. Okay. I, I got a little earmark. Yeah. Mark. What about Shane? Okay. We, we, we each get a little earmark. Right. Then we're out. Okay. Then boom. You go ahead, Mike. No, you were starting with your earmark. 
Also, uh, we just to tease a bit, we're doing a book club, right? I got an, I got a text oh, from yeah. Max. It was like, I got two weeks to read this book that was delivered. Yeah. I, 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 Ashley Audrain, The Whispers. Yeah. I already started it before you even told yes, me, really? Max. I was reading it on the train. He had it wow. in his desk. It made me feel like I was yeah. so behind on my homework. Cause I, I was like, this. I was, I thought Shane would be the guy that maybe procrastinated or didn't do it. And then I, he fucking had it at his desk. Well, I was he, like, Shane also said he doesn't know how to read. So <laughs> it's very difficult for me to read, but it's very readable. But book, I'm right? figuring it out. Yeah. yeah. So good. she'll be on. So I was walking down Dovercourt with Ash and then I hear a voice from behind and there's this woman on her bike. She's yelling at me and I kind of recognize her because she's yelled at me from outside of a, like when she was driving by me in a car the last time. And I think she's a Shaniac, yeah. but she was like, you're oh, a okay. horrible producer. You're a horrible producer. I was like, what? And <laughs> that uh, sounds like a Shaniac. Yeah, she's definitely yeah. listening to the show. Yeah. <laughs> Something they would say. Yeah, just, just criticizing me. That's all Shaniacs do. <laughs> they take direction from their, their leader. <laughs> and um, I was like, what? She's like, where's the book club? I'm a big Ashley Audrain fan mm. and I want it, I want the book club to happen. There you go. Oh, do you know is I had a Max Hayes Hater too. After we not hater, it's not even hate. It's more of a compliment to me. She might actually love you. But five years ago, we were in JFL, and there was this. I'm not sure if it's the same woman, but there's this like you know attractive uh, French woman comes up to me, and she's like, "I think you're going to be more famous than Max one day." Wow. <laughs> this was five years ago. So um, shit takes time. I was like, yeah. oh my. I was like, oh my god, thank you. And then we do our live pod. And there's this, again, attractive uh, French woman up front. I didn't know she was French at the time, but then she comes up. She goes, you will be more famous than Max Wow, <laughs> a callback. Five-year callback. Oh, but oh, is I it know. the same woman? It is. Yeah, yeah. She's an Arkells fan, and she listens to the pod. She came to the pod, the she live at, taping. I think I know She was we, at the rally. She ended up yeah. on the episode of the rally where she, she criticized That's Max right. French from the song. Yes. Yes. That's how I know her from. Yeah, okay. So she's an Arkells fan. That's even a better compliment. Yeah. That's like the autograph hound's yeah, not watching the show Arkells all fan, over right? again. She yeah. loves Shane. Bigger Shaniac? Wow. That's the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. Wow. Because <laughs> I thought she was just being mean to you, but no. she loves you. No, she loves but she you. thinks I'll be more famous than yeah. you. Oh my God. Max, do you, so nice. do you think Shane will be more famous than you one day? I would love if Shane was more famous. He, you kind Answer of, the question. Yes. Directly. I do think oh, you okay. will be. Um, and you, you have all like the... Um, I think you have more of the ingredients of a famous person. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, I think I'm like quirky and I'm like, you know, I'm handsome enough, but I'm sort of just working hard. <laughs> you are more, um, you're, you're more of an extreme person. So when it comes to like celebrity right. culture, I think you're made for that because you could be in the tabloids. Yeah. You could, you know, check yourself into rehab at one point. You have, you have like, yes. you know, Johnny Depp level looks, you know, it's like you like right. stirring the yes. pot a little bit. You're like, you're really sensitive. So like, and you're really talented. You've really, uh, you're really talented. You're really taking talented. a turn on my, like if people have been listening like a year ago, anytime it came to describing my looks, Max would be like, you know, uh, just wonder what people are going to think of your face if they want to punch it or, you know, you, you got to look, you got to look at I don't know. Some some people like this look. Now he's like, look at this guy. His lighting is perfect today. <laughs> he does. He comes on the pod, like on the Zoom. He's like, oh, Shane, that lighting's looking really. I've realized that Max has that thing that like a lot of people have. He is swayed by shit. You have a TV show now. Max is 100% sees you in the light. You are <laughs> no. a star. Oh, 100%. You... She shaved his mustache. That's it. Okay. All right. 
That's it. He just shaved his mustache. I sense lighting is really jealousy good from Mike. <laughs> yeah. I'm fuming. Uh, yeah, I, I think. I, but I'm, I'm, I think the compliments have ramped up mm-hmm. in a way that has been like mm-hmm. very much like Max now sees you as like another a performer, like an, a, an artist mm-hmm. of some sort. That it's like, oh, my friend might be like a famous actor now. So it's like it's like mm-hmm. so you see yeah. him in a light now that I think has value that you 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 appreciate in a way that mm-hmm. didn't manifest itself before. Well, mm-hmm. I didn't see it totally. He did. He was just working his fucking day job and he wasn't acting in anything he wasn't pulling off a tv show you know so should have got to it i earlier. do think the mustache did do something i do think people have a hate for mustaches because mm-hmm. i have noticed before even the show that when the mustache went away the compliments rose a little mm-hmm. bit. yeah of course so i i think yeah okay but uh here's my question just we gotta yeah. get back to my question oh sorry justin Go. and sophie trudeau have separated have you been following this in the news i saw how does mm. like the prime minister go on dates like, who, is he texting people? Like, how does that work? So Raya? Isn't that weird? Raya. Maybe he's on Raya. I, why, I used no, to, I about, can't go on Raya. I just thought as, about this. Honestly, I just assume that one of them is already in something else. You don't break uh, up unless you're going somewhere. Like, I think she's met somebody or he's met somebody. And like, why uh, separate? You don't separate unless you want to start another life when you're that age and that famous. And you have like a an image to uphold. There's no reason to get to split up unless you're like, no, I love this other person. I want to go to the Alps with them and I don't want to hide my situation. That's the one, I, I guarantee wow. one of them has somebody. That's Do a, you have to sign something when you bang Justin Trudeau? <laughs> 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 yeah, what's the NDA situation? Yeah. You must, though. Seriously, you must have to sign something. Mm-hmm. Ash just said, this is the premise of Love Actually. Do you guys ever see that movie? Oh, with, with Hugh, uh, Hugh Grant no. falls in love with the. Uh, I know it's a popular movie. Love Actually, yeah. like it's like the Christmas movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The Hugh Grant character is the prime minister on whatever oh. Downing Street. They, they kind of look the same a little bit. But anyway, he falls in love with like the girl that works for him, and then they sort mm. of by the end they really come together. But he doesn't, he doesn't think he should do it, and blah blah. blah. I think if I'm remembering, or I haven't seen the movie in a decade, but I just remember the big scene where he's dancing, like dun 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 dun. And Hugh Grant like wiggles his butt, and he kind of because he's in love, and he has like a a dance and she sees him doing it. anyway. I don't know if there's any love actually fans, you know what I'm talking about. We okay, can move what on. if, yeah, what if Sophie yeah. is at a bar in Hamilton? She happens, she's visiting her girlfriend, and not, not, she that you've, hitting, not that you've thought about this scenario at all. <laughs> no, no, it's just, no, and she's and she's hitting on you, Shane. Wait, she, Max, have you yeah. have you met her? Uh, I don't think so. Okay, go on, maybe in passing. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Does Alex grant you a hall pass so she, so you can be able to tell your grandchildren that you slept? With the first lady of Canada. With the, with, no, the ex-first lady, the ex-wife of what I would yeah, assume I would be maybe a former prime minister at some point. I don't know. I, I always thought that she was Jessica Mulroney. <laughs> Honestly, for some reason, I know it's not right, but I thought they were married. I know it's why you, I know why you think that. Up. It makes sense because Ben Mulroney and Justin Trudeau are both sons of prime ministers. So in yes. your brain, they, they're in the same bucket. Yeah. But to answer Max's question, do okay. you get a hall pass from I Alex? Feel- I feel like I could only if Alex could be involved in someone. <laughs> Fair. Like she would have to be there. Right. <laughs> would she be involved in a way other than just standing in the corner of the room, like observing? Um, no. Well, maybe. Maybe yes. I don't know. I'll have to ask her. I'll get back to you in next pod. <laughs> I'll tell you definitively. But I know, no, if it was just me and her. And to flip it, let's say the newly single Justin Trudeau is at odds in Hamilton. Uh, I like and this question way more. Alex is down there mm. with her girlfriends. Oh, having some great drinks. Question. Justin's like, come back to the uh, the prime minister's suite here in Hamilton. Oh, the stay bridge. I'm, whatever, at, yeah. I'm at the fucking mm-hmm. stay bridge in the, yeah. <laughs> the fancy suite uh mm-hmm. come back and party with your girlfriends she, she she calls you this is the question she's 
like, yo, yeah. this is happening. He kind of seems into to me. Let her. This is going to be weird. Like, would it, like, that'd be so cool. Can I take it to the next I level? I would need to be involved in some way. I think. <laughs> like, like a cabinet position. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> good, good work. I'll hide anywhere. Yeah. As long as I can see. <laughs> good work, Shane. <laughs> Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was a great. You guys are so funny. You're so Um, smart. (laughs) (laughs) Proud dad. Oh, man. (laughs) Proud comedy dad. Honestly, I think we got to leave it there. I don't know if it gets. Okay. Okay. Mike, what's your. your, Oh, uh, mine's not. No, not that important. If you got to be something, again, it's nighttime, man. It's like late night best hang. So, like, we can keep moving. Shane had a little thing if you want to. Shane, mine's just, yeah, mine's just like about a Guardian article, but go on, Shaney boy. Yeah. No, I think think we can leave it. Like, it's just, just. Let's leave it, and I'll save what I have and talk about it next time. Oh, you know what's great? This is a good time because Book Club Maddie just walked through the door, and I got so I got to go. Okay. Yeah. Well, we could just have him on. Tell him I say hi, by the way. Um, <laughs> hey, no, what's up? up? That's it. That's all. That is our episode. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you to Nathan Nash for everything he does. Thank you to Manager Ash for everything she does. We'll see you next episode. Great hang. Maybe the best. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.